Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Game Over. This is the, the game. Uh, this is Zelenial's Madden. I'm Kira. <laughs> and I'm Adam. And um, it's it's not quite game over. We have one more level after this. I, I would call it the final boss, but um the 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 this it is the final level of the spy kids series because we're not fucking covering the fourth movie we're not doing it we've got in your letters we're not we're not no okay this is the finale all right this is it um we're in the uh what do they fucking call it is it just the game like what do they call it in this movie the game okay yeah um yeah we're in the game right now like i have legs now uh i'm walking over to ask you guys your opinion on this movie. Um, this one feels like a long time coming. It really does. This one feels very, very monumental, I would say. Uh, like, it, it just feels, I don't know, like I, like Friend of the Pot Ernest, uh, when I told him that we had never done these movies, but especially this movie, he like, like really was like, what? Like how? Yeah. And I think out of all those movies, that um i get that reaction for this is up there as far as like how have you not covered this yet and the fact that we made it four years into the pod without covering any spy kid movies is a testament to the canon um but i'm getting ahead of myself we we were joined by a very special guest someone that made it his life's mission to be on this episode specifically i do you remember the first time you asked me about this movie specifically? Probably like 2019. I've been begging <laughs> for it. And I too am amazed that it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi. Did somebody ring the dinkster? It's Murphy Kennefic. Uh Happy Rod Rogist, everyone. Great name. Can't believe it was even a question uh, whether or not to call the series that. It flows so well. Um, I'm you. just, I'm stupid. Thank you. Um, it's, it's great. I, <laughs> I uh, it was it's just obvious Robert Rodriguez right there. listen I was I was really pushing for troublemaker summer but I mean hey we can't all that's you know. so stupid it's too niche that's... plus it's only a month it's not the niche it's the first thing you see in all the movies how's that we niche? did do we did do summer of Sandler though and that was one month okay that yeah. was like a July but troublemaker yeah. summer what are you talking about listen he's a little fuck boy he's mischievous he's gonna he get the little fuck boy it's he him is the, he's, then gary giggles gary <laughs> listen when you hear the name gary giggles you know some shit's about to go down um <laughs> so yeah anyway i'm really happy to be here i've, I've been begging to do spy kids forever I, I honestly can't believe it took you this long Glad i would here. say you're partially responsible for me pitching this to kira because um for for anyone uh for any uh Z Candy listeners that do don't know this, but uh on AOK uh I have a kind of sub podcast that I do with Murphy where we talk about all the Marvel content and we see our souls die with each one. Emphasis on um, content. Content. Um and uh, uh, uh Kevin Feige digital file each week. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and after recording, I would say almost every episode, Murphy would ask me, "When are we doing Spy Kids? When are we doing Spy Kids?" And I'm like, "Buddy, I don't know." It like, just feels I, like the like Z Cannon Kids <laughs> franchise to me. Well, yeah, something that we've discovered um, in doing this series is that you're not wrong. 
it is like it 110 percent is uh very definitive um so i i do want to clarify before we get into this i i have a little story it's a little story time mm. about the hell that i went through to watch this movie <laughs> it's, um, it's in, in the in the way that uh robert rodriguez intended me to watch it okay so for starters really quick um <laughs> i don't know if the listeners realize um when we first when we first discussed doing this series we were on skype together um and adam brought it up and we were both like wait is there a way to like stream 3d movies and he and i went down a rabbit hole for like a solid like 20 30 minutes trying to figure out if there was a way to watch a 3d movie on streaming and we couldn't figure it out so that was the beginning of the saga and we came to the conclusion that you can only really watch it on a dvd yeah so. no 100 percent. yeah no and i do appreciate that background because that um that that gives us like a sense of desperation because they are streaming but not as the director as 3d movies i couldn't yeah. even really find a uh not that i torrent things or ever have and ever would but if um per se that ever was available to me i definitely uh would not have looked at those options it would not have uh reached a dead end uh, so to speak uh but mm-hmm. um, with all that being said, uh, I, I turned to the next best option of Amazon or and eBay. I looked at eBay as well. But the thing about eBay is it's usually from Canada. It takes like three weeks. It's just too much of a and then shipping fees or I mean, it's eh, I just went to Amazon. Um, so Amazon, they have this movie in like three different sections. They have for like thirty dollars for some reason, twenty dollars. And then, um, of course, I went to the third option for like twelve dollars. And then underneath twelve dollars, uh, under the used sex- section, they had a uh, like a one for six fifty, and it said uh, used very good condition, and I'm like, fuck it, like yeah, okay, that sounds good, very good condition. Um, I didn't think of anything of it. It had a two day delivery. I'm like, oh, it shipped from Florida, so I'm like, this is perfect, great. Um, it got delayed for like four days um it was just like in route for four days i don't know how that's possible but it just was um i i get to like saturday afternoon they delivered at like 6 p.m or something um i open (laughs) the dvd and i find that it's it's this is the two disc collector's edition as it reads on the label and it's um it has the 2d version and then i flip to the second disc and it's a uh, Fisher Price dinosaur DVD um, uh, about robot dinosaurs, and it's approximately 15 minutes long. And I uh, proceeded to go uh, to the Amazon review section, and I just wrote, "You fucking idiots gave me the wrong DVD." Wait, did you watch it? No, I I returned that shit immediately. I, I requested that you watch it. Yeah, you I don't like a best of the worst type thing. I don't want to watch that. Okay, I. How do you know? you know what it could have been good clearly i like you like the bionicle movie okay well that's that's yeah first of all leave his name that's out of patreon mouth, okay? content. yeah listen the 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 bionicle movie the mask of light not the bionicle movie it's called the mask of light thank you very much and it's um that's z canon and that is uh that's text okay that is text um but yeah so i 
ordered it again. I was flirting with the idea of going to FYE to see if they had it, but I just I didn't feel like going into a mall. I just couldn't get myself to do it. Um, and and then also like if I went to a mall and found parking during like back to school week, and then got in there, and then they didn't have it, I would have like probably killed myself if I'm being honest. So. I just ordered it again, but from the main retailer for like $12, $13. And they had it. Um, and it came in uh, as uh, promised, uh, perfectly good condition. Um, I will note that I ordered a pin pack of 3D glasses uh, because the label specifically said that these DVDs do not come with glasses. Um, I cannot imagine Miramax or Weinstein is still making that. So uh, that makes sense. And yeah, so I that is my long uh, story of how I actually obtained a uh, 3D copy of this movie. Um, and having watched it last night, I don't regret the process because I cannot imagine watching this in any other format. Um, I And I will say I am still feeling the effects of it today. Like, and, and I'm not kidding. Like I've I've had a headache all day today. I do not feel like my <laughs> eyes were working properly. I was more tired uh, than I usually am. And I fully blame it on uh, this movie and the, specifically the 3D. Um, so thank you, uh, Robert Rodriguez, for that. And I cannot wait for next week. Um, story time over. Just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, Murphy. Yes. This is <laughs> so. This is the movie you've been begging to get on the pod for. Um, in a just to you know simplify it, why? Well, I think this franchise it was crucial to my childhood. I've seen each of these several times. I think I saw all of them in theaters. Maybe just a second too. Um, I think the second one, I think, as you guys uh, concluded, is is the best one. I think the first one's great. Second one is like it's the same kind of great, but weirder. And then this one is like not even it's barely a movie, <laughs> but it's full of so much like bizarre, huge swings that it's you still have to admire it because even now, like kids movies, I don't watch many kids movies, but the ones I do catch, they're they're kind of they're kind of dull. It's very muted, you know, wacky, but still muted. This is like you said, like the plot is, of course, predictable, but you have no idea what is going to happen, how it's going to look, who's going to show up, what's going to happen. Um, and I think it's sad that that's kind of a dying art and I wanted to uh, promote it retroactively. I wanted to see if it held up. And I, of course, saw this in the movie theater with three glasses. I had the DVD, is unfortunately in storage, so I had to watch it on Paramount Plus or something. Yeah, I, 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 I did see that on... Uh, I tried watching, like... I think I told you this recently. Uh, I think I told both of you this recently. But I was trying to watch Sharkboy and Lava Girl on Paramount Plus, like, a month ago or two months ago. And, like, the 2D conversion of that movie is just, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, it it, it actually feels like a nightmare. Um, so for that very reason, like, my experience with, like, watching, like, 10 minutes of that movie in uh, in 2D, I just knew I that I had to, like, find a way to make this happen with the 3D. Yeah. Um, I did also see this in theaters when it came out um, in, of course, in 3D, which I don't believe there were like 2D showings for this movie. Like this is one of those movies I where don't like, think so. it's it was just, it's built in. It's a yeah. built in. <laughs> well, the, the weird thing about like the, the DVD that I got um, 
the, with the fucking Fisher Price DVD is that the first the 2D version it just has like a weird like title where it kind of just feels like they like Photoshop erased the D and it just says Spy Kids three and then it just feels like naked mm. for that reason. Um, but yeah, I, I in theaters I believe the entire from what I remember is that the draw of this movie was that it was entirely in 3D. I remember that like the um, Happy Meal toys. I don't know if you guys remember this, but they had 3D glasses coming with the toys and um the, the game boy game had 3d glasses with it so the game was in 3d like mm. every bit of promotional material for this movie was in 3d as well so they were like heavily selling this shit and i have like very distinct memories of like um i'm looking at the date right now this would be like the week or two before i started kindergarten just to fucking yeah. date it which is insane to me mm-hmm. um but yeah, 2003, I remember going to see it like opening weekend. Um, I do not believe my mom indulged me. I think like my cousin took me or something. And I remember the theater being like jam-packed with just mm-hmm. like stupid ass kids just like being loud as fuck. And I cannot remember more than that, but I just remember like getting in the theater and being like uncomfortable. Just being like, oh my god, there's like like as a child, I was like, "There's too many kids." Um, I remember and- getting out of the theater and it dawning on me that it was probably going to be the last one. Like I, I, I remember <laughs> you thinking, had that thought as <laughs> yeah, it's like walking outside of the theater and being like, "Oh my god!" Like three game over. Like you don't think like this probably is the last one. I'm like reckoning with that. Like walking to the car. Like damn. Like as yeah, yeah we were the same age. Did you see the first two in theaters, or were you? I think I. I think the second one. I don't think the first one. I think I was too little, but the second yeah. one, I think so. Definitely yeah, because because we were talking about it in the other two episodes that uh, we were too young for the uh, yeah. for the first two because, and I think I, I mean, one could even make the case that I, I feel like I may have been too young for this because I remember like sitting in the theater for this, and just like the term "sensory overload" mm-hmm. is like perfect for what i had the like the experience i had with this movie as as a youth like i was so fucking excited like mm-hmm. I, when they when the glass on thing flashes oh yeah there, Huge. i it, it's like a fucking sugar rush you're like let's fucking go <laughs> i i <laughs> um kira did you see this in theaters i this was my first time watching this actually oh. wait what how um, all the way through i don't know because wow. I was um, a Shark Boy and Lava Girl child, that was my like go to for three D movies. Two kinds of people, and I agree. Like, yeah, <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl daughter or Spy Kids three D <laughs> game over song. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I I think I was also too young for these. Um, because uh. I got the DVD to watch this from Sean's shelf and he's two years older than me and his glasses are worn out on like anything I've ever seen before. Um, so this is definitely something that like, cause he's two years older than us. Definitely yeah. something that like, it's just missing. Even though they are the most zillennial movies ever, I think they're definitely zillennial in like home video terms. Mm-hmm. I remember have, I had um, Spike Kids like, on VHS and Spike Kids 2 on DVD. It was like, yep. the yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely that like bridge between generations. Like if, if you remember Spy Kids in a theater, you are 
and a younger millennial and you but remember if 9/11. you remember it more on home video yeah but if you remember it more on home video then you're as a millennial i think and i think i represent the cusp perfectly because i like i remember the first two fondly as just home video movies but i loved the first two on yeah. home video so much that i begged my family to take me to see those in theaters even though they were all mm-hmm. kind of like I don't know about that. Like, you only watch animated <laughs> movies. I don't know if we should take your ass to go see. Did you, you should have told him this, yes. this is an animated movie. Yeah, like, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to the uh, special thanks to James Cameron in the credits, if anyone clocked that. Because um, uh, as a good little uh, boy, I, I watched the entire credits. And I oh, watched some too. of the special features. Uh, oh. Say that uh, on Patreon. Um, it was... It was um, very quickly, if anyone has the DVD of this movie, I really actually genuinely recommend watching. There's a special feature called um, Robert Rodriguez's uh, Film School. And it's like a 10 minute like little... I saw that on the back of it, the DVD. It's so cute. It's just like the, him making movies with his kids for like In 10 minutes. Kitchen. Yeah, yes, actually. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like there's like a little bit where his like kid is like eating cereal and he like um, and it's like the Hot Wheel he's playing with and like adds like fire pilots and shit and like it's it's really creative and cool and like the way he like teaches his kids about like sound effects and stuff it's like very endearing i was like very pleasantly surprised at how much i enjoyed it um i also tried to play the um dvd uh like 3d racing game and it literally broke my girlfriend's blu-ray player like it like i had to like i had to restart the tv because it like completely bugged it out you know we'll um, probably fix it is the fisher price dvd the fisher price dvd yeah <laughs> i i i guess we'll never know um but yeah, when i was trying to watch this on my computer like i was watching this literally like a foot away from the screen because <laughs> i watched it on my desktop i plugged in like a external disk drive while this dvd was running it literally sounded like an airplane taking off like in this yeah. drive yeah and it being in DVD quality, <laughs> massive on my desktop screen, like an HD screen in 3D, me wearing the 3D glasses over my normal glasses, I literally thought I was going to die. And you were reaching through the monitor the whole time. Like, I was I was fighting for my life. Yeah, I... Um... And my computer was just, like, heating up, and, like, my computer was also fighting for its life. Yeah, my, um... My girlfriend's Blu-ray player. I I don't know how old it is, but like I could tell it was having a rough go of it, just like by the the fact that it would like crash in the main menu. Like it, the movie played fine, but like getting there was a little bit of a a hassle. Um, well, luckily, it's only seventy five minutes long. Yeah, at that. Yes. Uh, did, since you watched God. the streaming two D version of this movie, did it have the intro with um uh what's his name uh Alan, Alan Cumming? Cumming? No. Okay, I do remember that. I've definitely seen that. Yeah, it has like um, it's like it's basically him because that's what I was wondering. It would be very awkward to watch it in two D. No, there was no glasses on, glasses off, anything. Yeah, I I thought it was very. I love when you're watching like a twenty to thirty year old movie and they like make a reference to concession stands like in the like Mm. movies. It's like go out to the concession stand right now, and it's like I remember, buddy, buddy, I'm at home. It's twenty twenty three um so before we fully get into like the the meat and potatoes of this movie um Kira, how would you say the 3d fared uh in, in this good year of 2023 
it looked so bad like literally so bad and i'm not i'm not a huge fan of and like to be fair on the dvd menu before it started it said like go to 3d settings to optimize it for your screen i didn't do that so honestly (laughs) it might be my fault However, no, it, it's all about like AV. I tr- I tried last night. It's just about like AV cords and shit. There's nothing to really do. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I didn't want to bother with that, but um, I'm not a fan of 3D. The only other, like the as a glasses wearer who doesn't have contacts, mm-hmm. I'm not usually a fan of 3D. Uh, if I'm on a theme park ride, I'm like, okay, fine um however the last two 3d movies i saw in theaters were avatar obviously well i saw the my last three 3d movies in theaters were the avatar re-release in imax 3d avatar 2 in imax 3d and also um the titanic Mm re-release so obviously it's like i have to see those in 3d but those are like imax 3d so they're actually like you know like clear yeah like well optimized yeah i cannot remember the last time i watched red and blue 3d like probably, i cannot remember the last time i did probably just the last time you watched shark boy and lava girl like probably which, which is like what and 15 like, years ago thank god it's dead like thank god like <laughs> i think i love i love the concept of it it's really cool like mm-hmm. i know somebody who literally has like red and blue like 3d tattoos like i think it is a very cool technology. I don't think a movie in like because this is like so like quote unquote like high tech for the time. Like you said, Murphy, like this isn't a real movie. Like this just feels like either a theme park ride intro mm-hmm. or like I mean this makes sense. Cutscenes for a video game. Yeah. Or um, literally just like a showcase of technology. Well, so it's something... weird that it's not like the first like real D three D movie or something, you know. Uh, well, something that I I learned from watching the special features was that uh, apparently the idea came to him because in the post production for Spy Kids two, he uh, just like took a few scenes that he thought were like really cool from that movie, and he just put the like red and blue filter over them, and he was surprised at uh quote-unquote how well they played uh so he was like why don't i just like make the entire third movie around the concept of 3d and um apparently like the studio like loved it and uh but there there you go like that like that's the entire reason it exists um i do agree uh and it's not it's not a real movie in any regard um whereas i think the last movie like genuinely has like a lot of merit just as like a well-written it's great uh, it's it's a very fun, genuinely funny movie. Like we were really praising it last week, and oh, I, I and I <laughs> and I and I still stand by the fact that uh, what's his name, um, uh, Daryl Sabara, he gives still in this movie like one of the best child performances I've I've seen in uh, in a while. Just like a pure enthusiasm, like he's just so funny and so he's cute. I love him. Sure, it, especially in the second one though. He <laughs> he really shines in the second one, um, but. In uh, like in this one, the beginning, I just got a complete kick out of. Um, it's so great. The the yeah. whole like it's he's at the end of his ropes. He's uh, 
he's been uh, disavowed from the, the saxophone. I forgot yeah, the that sax- Selena Gomez was in the very first scene. I love. I okay, so I completely forgot how stupid her role is in this because <laughs> she's like, um, what is she? She like hires him like, to like say water. He's like, it's the winter. That'll be and five dollars. He- <laughs> I, I love the like retired detective trope it's so funny. it's very funny when it's like applied to like a 10 year old it's so funny it it's made like me want to like wish i watched half of them and turned off it's not that i cannot vouch like vouch for that movie because it's i haven't seen that in forever but yeah um when it comes to like the retired like detective trope i thought it was so funny like how he's like walking down the streets of dc and the winds are blowing and he has like his like fucking trench clothes like blowing in the wind. It's like half of his size. Well, that's it's Texas, Adam. It's not. DC. Oh, is it Texas? It just looks, building looks like. It looks like DC. Okay. Capital. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was just having a blast. I was laughing at like every line delivery. Um. I, like when George Clooney pop popped up, I was just like delighted. I like the first like ten minutes of this movie. I was like, is this like amazing? That's great. This, the the whole is, thing, it feels like it's going to be like Spy Kids 2.5. Like it's a, yeah. it's like a, a side mission. Like I feel like they should have had a better mm-hmm. finale. Yeah. But, I, especially because nobody in the cast is like, like they, they market it as being like a huge cast and everyone's back together. Not one of these people was on set for more than six hours, and none of them have been in the same room as each other for years. Just literally um, just him, like the most of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So this really should be like a side. I think two point five is a good way to yeah like, describe it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know like what everyone's like schedule was like around this time. Like, I don't know if Antonio Banderas was like. <laughs> more on the schedule well i don't know if like yeah i don't know well i mean i don't know if antonio banderas was like more in demand in 2003 i can't remember what his like you know lineup was was busy voicing close in booze and track two yeah yeah i definitely i guarantee that he like had to like have a booth built in on the set of this movie uh so he could like just like record a few lines and robert rodriguez's bedroom um yeah this movie is like i i it's Please hard to it even, a digital file sorry this digital file it's hard to even like <laughs> comprehend it as like a as anything that i even remotely took seriously at any point in my life because like as i was watching it i was like there was a point in time where i thought this was like and I like I so often it's used like facetiously as like a, I really thought this was peak cinema. But like when I was like six or seven years old, I really did truly believe this was like as oh. good as it got. Like I thought this was like the most epic, like like this is what cinema had to offer. There is no higher ceiling than this. Like when fucking um uh Steve Buscemi comes in on the fucking pig at the end. Like, I truly thought that was it for me. I, I have man. to correct you on this. It's Steve Buscemi. Buscemi? Yeah. I, I You gotta correct every other person I've ever heard. I know, I, but I saw some bit where he was like, it's actually Buscemi. Buscemi. I've, I've never been the same since. It sounds wrong to me, but... Buscemi. I can, oh. I can, I can roll with it. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Buscemi. Um, I... <laughs> um 
but no, you guys are right. Like it, it is weird though, like how much of it is like a side mission for Juni, because he and not to say that like Antonio Banderas and like uh, I forgot who plays the mom, but Gugino, Gugino, uh, like not that they're like mm-hmm. in a ton of the other movies. Um, like they, like they definitely like they oh, they fuck off for. A oh bit yeah, I guess that's true. In the first two movies, like they. They're in it a little bit more in the second one, but they still have like I'd say approximately. Yeah, they have more than ninety seconds of screen. Time. Yeah, exactly. But in this one, like they, I forgot that because I, I forgot that he just Antonio Banderas is in like three scenes in this movie, mm-hmm. like total. Uh, the mom has like maybe five lines in the entire movie. At most, yeah. Um, I forgot how much Carmen is done in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I she's barely. Yeah, yeah. It it's, and I'm not trying to like shit on this movie. I had fun watching it again. It is a really like stupid, silly, like fun time. But as a like, I guess yeah. As as we were saying, like as a like capping off point for like the, the trilogy, it is kind of like a bizarre place to like end off the at least the Cortez saga, as I'm gonna bill it. Uh, I. <laughs> um but yeah i don't know uh how would you say it held up murphy like um it was exactly as i remembered it i i I remembered it pretty like i think you said earlier like there's nothing that like surprised me except there's there was one thing not to like skip too far ahead but there was one part where they're in the the coliseum he's getting on the big robot thing and I go, who's this Glenn Powell looking motherfucker? And it turns out it was Glenn Powell. Really? Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> the guy uh, like who's like telling him, like giving him instructions on how to do the the robot. See, maybe this is the downside to watching it in 3D is that I couldn't see any of their fucking faces. <laughs> I no, I couldn't recognize one person. No, I. Uh, but that that tracks. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, we we love a good Glenn Powell. Like uh, can't be in the truth. Wow. Yeah, that okay. whole scene that, that Thor Ragnarok rips off. It really oh my god. Wow. Um that's a that's a deep cut. Uh nice. Um uh yeah, it, it, I mean it this is like one of those movies where I, I was telling Murphy before we recorded that it, I remembered pretty much everything about 10 seconds before it happened. Like as the movie was progressing, like I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna have to fight his friend. Like, yeah, she's gonna be a like, yeah, she's like, family. Fight. But I, I didn't remember it all before starting it. But like right before everything happened, I was like, yep, yeah, okay, yeah. And it, and again, that probably is attributed to the fact that this movie is seventy five. Sorry, this digital file is seventy five minutes long, yeah. and not that the other movies are like two hours or anything, but this is just like are they not? Uh, yeah, they're well, the three hours. Uh, but this one is just like it's not even like it's not even trying to be a real movie. Um, which, which is honestly great. I was gonna say I kind of respect, like, kind of like props, yeah. like good for him. Um, the second one is a hundred minutes. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying they're like behemoths or anything, but like they have like general runtime yeah. of like a like a standard movie. Um, do you think I... also, um, like not to sorry to interrupt? Um, do you think also the runtime might have something to do with like, and I know the entire movie is not in 3D, but do you think it has something to do with like the eye strain that it puts on you 
for Maybe. like if it was a long movie yeah. and there was extended periods in 3D like I think it would probably hurt and give people migraines yeah, and also probably. like children would be losing their minds in theaters I, trying well, to keep those glasses on even the prologue with um Alan Cumming where he's like uh uh if you get he, tired walk out yeah, yeah. he's like he's just, just like leave the theater just like go outside yeah um I <laughs> no even watching this in Take 2D the I was relieved when they left the video game world I was like oh good yeah. we can just go back so, to the outside I um I, I didn't think it would have like an effect on me because like honestly for the first like I would say 20 minutes I was fine like I was like oh this is like stupid it looks like ugly as shit but like I'm fine you know what I mean I'm like haha cute but I would say approximately like right around either the lava scene or like when uh when he's fighting his buddy with like the uh the, the swords he's right behind you. um yeah, yeah. Uh, how could I forget? Um, right <laughs> um, that's about when I started to get like a little bit tired of the whole 3D thing. Um, I watched it with my girlfriend last night, and she she was really into it for like 20 minutes. And um, I think for her, it was right after like that gladiator scene that you were describing. Mm-hmm. Like right after that, she had to like lay because she we were both like sitting up on the couch, <laughs> and then like right after that, she like she had to like lay down and she had to like take off her glasses like on and off like several times. And then like in the last like 20 minutes, she was like, My eyes hurt. I'm like, I know, baby. Like, I'm sorry, but like we have to finish this movie. <laughs> like, we I, have to. Or like <laughs> I or like I do at least. Um <laughs> but it's um it, it it's just it, it really did like have an effect on me and i am so curious how uh shark boy and lava girl holds up because i i cannot imagine it holds up any better uh and only i'm sure that it doesn't (laughs) yeah but this is just the thing is though with um this movie is that i i was prepared for it to be very dated but i don't know if you have the same experience kira like the dvd quality of it was just very washed like it was very like void of color it looked hideous it looked yeah. so bad whereas like um when i was watching the special features and they're just seeing the 2d version of it it was um it looked fine i mean not not like good per se but it like had like color whereas like in this movie um when you're watching it in 3d he has like the that like yellow suit the game suit mm-hmm. and when you're watching it in 3 it's like gray like straight up gray like it oh. looks like the whole movie looks like gray like it, it looks like make him look more well, like the guy yeah it's to, a uh, to quote um jim lane of the sacramento news and review <laughs> he said that it looked murky and purple like a window smeared with grape jello so i mean beautiful. i agree beautiful yeah um i i mean it, it's really rough it's really rough to watch in the year 2023. Um, you can attribute that to like technology advancing and not being compatible with TVs. I don't know. Probably all of the above. Um, but it, it, it's a rough watch. But also, like I said, I cannot imagine watching it any other way because, like, when those fucking like frog things are hopping around and like throwing their tongues at you, Ooh, like that something. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it's terrifying. very unnerving. Dude, when he's like, when he lands in that section of town, it looks like fucking Toontown. It does, yeah. It like mm-hmm. <laughs> down Ooh, to the pie. When da- down to the pies being thrown, like oh. it's. I might have to get back into that. God, I, well, yeah. I, have, I have bad news for you. It's, what? Uh, <laughs> no, I I'll tell you off pot. Don't okay. worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can we talk about the plot, though? Because it what makes plot? little plot? to no sense. Okay, <laughs> Carmen, the, the, a game, a video game is being released. Okay, everybody's standing in line to buy it. Yet when Juni gets there, it's just beta testers. Yeah, uh, I think uh, beta testers is more like betas. To, betas. He was trying to pay homage to Videodrome, I think, with this. Uh, Never heard of it. Um, but nobody's playing it, and then, he, but Carmen is in it for some reason, and. Her body is outside, but her mind is in there lost because he's like Avatar, right? He's <laughs> he's holding her captive for some reason, and which ends up being to draw in uh, Ricardo Maltzelbon. But right, or I yeah, how did he I mean, know yeah, that basically. that would end up happening? Um, well, yeah, I love because that yeah. insinuates that Ricardo Maltzelbon would have bought the video game, um, which like. I mean, it's, unless, a, it's incredibly thin. <laughs> I no, and the, the funny thing is, I I kind of expected him to have like a exposition dump, and it's not that he doesn't, but he he does, but he never explains it at the same time. Like he's just like explaining his feelings, but then like it's like okay, but like what about the why? Like what did you expect to happen with this I, it, plan? And he never goes know. through it. Like he, it, it's so weird and like flimsy why um, did Carmen that, go in there in the first place to shut the game down she failed I think game. so I they, they, play a video game well, <laughs> well the one guy Sama Hayek and the, the the bad guy from the last movie Mike Judge uh, Mike Judge who I love uh, Donegan Giggles Donegan that's it he um they kind of Donnegan. explain it like very quick when they're like strapping Judy and they're like your uh-huh. sister went in to stop the game uh, but it's like it's so like it happens so fast and um it's... Yeah, and then they, he hits him like with the like, what happens like if I die in here? And she's like, no, like whatever. Like hits him with the question, <laughs> like wake up. <laughs> whatever. Like, okay. Um. Whatever. She doesn't. I don't think she really says that, but it's something to that effect. Like she doesn't answer. Yeah, I um when they first strap Junie in to uh to like go into the game. And like uh, they do like the flashing glasses on. I didn't have my glasses on in time, so I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I had to like throw them on. <laughs> and like, it so it shoots his stupid ass into the game. Uh-huh. And I like, and it like immediately was like sensory overload for me. And I went like, "Whoa!" And it. <laughs> it was, I wish I it, could have been there in the room to see that. It, I hey, you could have done it. I like I said, I bought a ten pack of three D uh, glasses, so. Uh, we have plenty yeah. for next week. You can have everybody over for Sharkboy and Lava Girl, honestly. <laughs> um, so yes. yeah, he gets well. he gets thrown into Toontown, uh, gets dunked mm-hmm. on, gets uh, froggered. Yeah, and uh, it it just looks so bad. It looks so really quickly. Bad. The frogs uh, are scary. They're 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 not moving. They're just like they just like pixels. They just bounce. Yeah, they're like clip art almost. Like. <laughs> they are. They're male- yeah. They're malevolent. They they just they don't have like <laughs> souls. Yeah. Um, I I will say we we we'd be remiss not to bring up the genuinely i'd say committed performance from sylvester stallone in this movie oh yeah mm-hmm. who yeah. um th- which i would say my original uh king dynasty uh here uh he he's giving it um he's giving something he he's doing it he's giving <laughs> he's giving i don't know what he's giving he's, but he's giving, giving multiple versions of himself which you know <laughs> it, it, yeah. more is asked of him in this movie than anybody else 
Yeah, and he was approximately yeah. on set for let's say three days, maybe, and that's generous three days. No, yeah, I'd say around that, maybe more. <laughs> um, did you guys watch the bloopers? I mean, the everybody in this movie, no. Oh, he no. he he was like riffing as Rocky. He, he was I like literally riff- just shut off this movie. <laughs> he was riffing as Rocky <laughs> to the auditions. Oh wait, that no. was really cute. The, yeah, at the end of the credits, there's like a um, it shows the auditions for each of uh, uh, Junie and Carmen, uh, and like um, like the like very the first original ones. Yeah, like the auditions from like the nineties. Okay, they're, I gotta go back. They're so and the they're Junie one too, which is weird. Uh, I take my glasses off at that point, uh, but I oh I wait. Did you say that they are in three D? I, I was yeah, just gonna I, was, ask. I was kidding. I believed you. Oh I, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was about to be like, how do you know? You watch that TV. <laughs> um, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Uh, yeah, in the credits, there's like a blooper reel, and um, it's like Stallone. He's like riffing as Rocky to Ricardo Montalban, and then like you can just tell that he's just like he doesn't know what Rocky is, and he's just like smiling. Yeah, he's being and, real. I think this is his like final live action role. Um, he's just being that. polite. I'm gonna say something. You can tell. Uh, it's not great. It's I. He. <laughs> okay. So the worst thing I've ever seen in a movie is when he. I, I know I'm skipping over a little bit, but I just have to get into it. When he gets his legs on the moon, uh-huh. and he's like hopping around, chasing mm-hmm. a fucking butterfly, and um, and like right before they choose the or he chooses the grandfather uh under like his stats it says pros super intellect cons Cons. physically physically disabled (laughs) it's like i i get it's 2003 i understand that how how did that make you No, i'll allow it because the end (laughs) of it makes such a big deal of like junie you have to look at me the same way when I'm back in the wheelchair and all that. Like, I think that's very nice. Which, it balances it out. Which I didn't like hate that scene because, I mean, it was like, it was actually kind of sweet. It kind of reminded me of like the better moments of like the other two movies a little bit. Yeah. Whereas this movie is almost like void of those moments. You're telling um, me when it's introduced that Arnold has to win the prize for his family or they'll end up in poverty. That didn't do it for you. Okay. That is like the, I laughed so hard and so loud. I thought we were going to like wake up our neighbors, but like when he says, I have to do it, my family's in poverty. Judy. They're, they're on the like, edge. You're on the They'll edge of poverty. Going into poverty. <laughs> it's like, Judy's like, fuck you. I got to get to Carmen. That's like the only exposition in this whole movie though. Like that. And also like the fact that like he lost his legs because of the toy maker. Yeah. Which do they even get into like two things that happen in this movie? What a bit of canon to add. How did that even happen though? Did they like ever really elaborate on it? All they they say is uh comrades turned enemies. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I love that when they're like, see, she's like, like, like waving at the meal buddy. He's like, see if there's a connection between the toy maker and the grandfather. And he's like, oh, I got it. They're they're what did you, they're uh, comrades, they're enemies. Like, like, what database are you looking into? How did you find that? My favorite part it. of this movie, and I I think it's at the end, but when they're all like pissed off at the grandpa, and they're and then my judge is like, you stupid old man. <laughs> And right after, before that, one of the agents is like, everything's shaking. He's like, tornado, 
wildfires, hurricanes. <laughs> it's um, I I will say, and it's not for um, I don't think any of it is intentional really, or most of it's unintentional. But this is like the funniest one of the three. I think the other yeah. two have just, genuinely just telling and not showing. <laughs> yeah, it's. The other two, like, especially the second one, have, like, genuinely very funny moments. Um, This one has, like, a few genuinely funny moments, but it's mostly just, like, laughing at how... Laughing at it. Yeah, yeah, laughing at it. Which, I mean, I think Robert Rodriguez, to his credit, he... Because, you know, we're laughing at it now. But in 2003, it was, if you can believe it or not, a little revolutionary in terms of, like, 3D. Like... Um, it really did bring 3D back into the forefront. Like at, at this point in time, 3D had last been used in the 80s uh, when it comes to like uh, horror movies. Like there was like that double whammy of like Friday the 13th in 3D, Jaws 3D. Oh. Um, I believe there was a Nightmare in Elm Street in 3D. But like there's just like a ton of 3D movies. There's like an Amityville 3D. Um, there's a ton of 80s 3D movies. And then it died off again. So after that, I'm sure there's like one or two in the 90s, but this was really like the first, I, I'd say probably at this point in time, the biggest 3D release of all time. And we applaud and, him for that. And I think at that point, he knew it wouldn't age great, but he still like wanted to, I am I can only assume, do it make anyway. Make money. Oh. Or make money. But it still seems like he wanted to like try shit and like just, I don't know. I kind of admired that because like he, these movies do feel like just movies he kind of makes on his own, you know, desire. He's not really kind of focus grouping it, which is something we talked about in the first episode. It, none of these movies, no matter how you feel about them, they don't feel focus grouped. They don't feel like no. he was trying to appease like the largest demographic possible. He, it feels like genuinely it is just like, it comes directly from the, the sick and twisted mind of Robert Rodriguez. And like nothing like that exists now. I mean, not to, you know, exactly. Yeah. Bang this drum again, but like, there's just, everything feels so intensely focus grouped. Yeah. I think, um, I definitely said it in the last two, but going off of what Adam just said, like, it feels like he makes stuff that is very, um, true to himself and his vision, regardless of what, ever people think of it or what the outcome is and i would definitely put him in the same circles as like which i mean he's talked about how george lucas inspired him i would put him in the same kind of realm as george lucas for that and like definitely like james cameron on a larger scale like literally just making whatever the fuck they want with like the highest technology that is available at the time regardless of whatever the outcome is like they they want to be the cutting edge of it but it just feels like robert rodriguez is like having fun with it like it's like literally i don't know just being like oh there's this new technology let's let's figure this out and let's give it a yeah. theatrical yeah, it, release it like i don't know lead a battle angel wasn't more of success because i love that movie and that was i think along with avatar and avatar 2 the last movies i saw in 3d in theaters um did you i, um... I hope he gets to another one when you saw uh, Alita, did you see it in Dolby 3D or just like real D 3D or I saw, IMAX? Yeah, I saw it in Dolby. Yeah, that um, when I saw that in Dolby 3D, which Dolby 3D is very underrated. Like uh, no one talks about it, but I, I mean, I've only seen like two movies, in, no, or I guess three, because uh, of the Avatar re-release. But I saw both Avatars and Alita 
and Dolby 3D. And like all three of those experiences were like completely overwhelming. Like they were just like in a good way. Like they were really cool experiences. And but I remember like Alita was the first time I had seen anything in Dolby 3D. And I was like genuinely amazed by it. Like for the first time, like I had not been amazed by 3D in years at that point. And watching it, I was just like, oh my God. Like he, like at first I was like, uh, you know, it's very fitting that the game over director had his mm-hmm. time to shine again with 3D. But like, oh my God, her eyes are so big. Well, like, I don't know if you remember this, but like there's a point at the beginning where he's, where she's like at the junkyard and like the scraps are like coming out of like, of the screen and like, just like the detail, like the depth like of it all is just so like i don't know it's just like there's just never that much detail in 3d and he just like really you can tell just had like two years of post-production but like in a good way like where he's just like perfecting every little detail um cool fucking movie i like that movie it like barely uh, made its budget back uh, i really wish i saw it in theaters because i know i'll never watch it at home yeah oh, it's yeah. i mean maybe it might get a re-release who knows um it should. I mean, they're, he says they're doing a second one. James Cameron said that, or somebody said that. Yeah. I I would not. I think be John like Landau did, whoever that producer is for Avatar. Uh-oh. I think even he mentioned it on the Avatar red carpet, Good. too. Yeah. I um, yeah. I think I read something about James. Well, I, I read like a rumor that he wants to direct James Cameron, but I can't imagine that's possible with all the Avatar sequels. Yeah. No. Um, do you. I know we're just like kind of going off topic, but like when it comes, because I read that uh, James Cameron's trying to like look for a successor for like future Avatar movies, but he has to like find a guy that like knows how to make those movies specifically. Do you think there's a chance it's Robert Rodriguez to it be should like? Be. Uh, I can't cause... fathom who else it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else who's like this. John Watts. That's like younger than <laughs> like <laughs> Kate Shortland. Um, no, I, <laughs> uh, I think I, I, I hope so. Cause I think, um, it, it's clear to me that he has like a lot of like, uh, not to quote the rock, but he has a lot of drive and power. Uh, and it, I really do appreciate that. Uh, he, he does. Um, but it, no, I, but I mean, genuinely, there is something like very, uh, endearing about his filmmaking style that like, while it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, exactly high art, like I do, genuinely get a kick out of it every time i like watch one of the movies um and that's what like pushes me through something like this where even like when i'm at the halfway point i'm like completely exhausted by like the (laughs) the experience the 3d of it all i'm still like kind of like laughing with it i'm like even when i'm exhausted i'm like okay let's let's get to the next fucking scene Mm -hmm. and um because i would say about at the the lava scene is when i was starting to get like a little bit like antsy i was like i need to take these fucking glasses off the lava scene gives us probably the greatest line reading maybe in this whole trilogy is of course rip that wave (laughs) juni like i was like i guess i just you know fist pump for that Uh, the fucking like um like fucking uh surf music in the background it's like so good It's so good. There's also like a little bit of exposition, like breaking the third, like the fourth wall a little bit, where it's like there's always lava in video games mm-hmm. or something like that. They they just had to point that out. Um, 
you know, there's obviously lava because yeah, there's always like, lava. Actually, it's molten, whatever, and I, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I wanted to hit that fucking kid who was like, actually, in Halo, there's no lava. I was like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Like, no one asked you, kid. Just a little, just a little joke for the older brothers and the dads and the yeah, audience. I guess. <laughs> yeah, oh, I there's a little bit. I would say too much, uh, and by too much I mean like two jokes, but like self-referential humor. Like it kind of felt like, um, I don't know, like a Marvel humor at times, where it was like, where it was like, a, I'm a Junie from the, uh, 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 the the what's it called? Like those um, the OSS. No, but like the uh, the video game consoles, like uh, oh Sega, yeah, like the, oh Sega, Atari, Atari, Nintendo, Nintendo. And, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're talking to gamers, right? Like, what yeah, the, who do you, like, like, what do you think is gonna happen? I also love like how fucking stupid all three of those kids are in this movie because like they'll be approximately two feet apart and they'll be having like, we can't let them know you're my grandpa, and they're like right behind them, you, the wizard. Come on. And he says like the words grandpa like eight times. And he's, like, he's like, I I mean the wizard. And Which sounds like, nothing like oh, grandpa. Cool. Yeah, no, nothing like grandpa. I um I, I like how he brings in grandpa <laughs> and then I look at his name as grandpa, first of all. And then second of all, he brings him in, he chases a butterfly around and then immediately fucks off. Like he's on the moon and then just like, where does he go? And he, Dude, he got his the racetrack. Just like he got his bag and left. He got his legs and left. Yeah. Okay. That's all he wanted. Yeah. He, he got his legs. <laughs> um would you guys say that in the scene uh when they're racing would you say that they went from gamer to racer <laughs> i uh i i will i would if you're listening a gamer could go to racer if Funny you're listening to this episode three years from now i'm sure you have no idea what we're talking about because nobody saw the movie grand turismo i'm sure well because they pushed it back for some reason <laughs> it still doesn't come out yeah um i no, saw that show I like mean, a like month three ago years in the future, oh yeah they still haven't well they actually pushed it back to 2026 uh, or uh it was a three yeah okay they actually yeah. threw up on his lawn <laughs> um apparently I think somebody i think it's possible to go from gamer to racer honestly i'm not gonna doubt them god i it's like that cereal eating the cereal meme he can't go gamer to racer never go gamer the poster <laughs> like he just spits out his cereal um i mm. i'm reading the wikipedia page and i just remembered like two funny parts of this movie okay. um the fact that well the first one is very uh low-hanging fruit but just like the calling a mega race i think is funny um, but it's second, so lazy. It's so, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like calling uh, it the, the game. Or like, I think it was it's the, in the original Fast and Furious, Adam. Isn't it? I think Race Wars. The Race War. And I'm like, maybe don't call it Race War. Yeah, yeah. I um, there was uh, when we did the AO camp episode in Fast and Furious, my my good buddy Shaq came on. And we, I would say we talked about that for about 20 minutes, approximately. Like, that is what a bizarre hilarious. It, it's so good. um, So bad, but so good. And it's even more bizarre that they bring it back in Furious 7. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, I've, have I seen that one? No. Oh, okay. Don't worry, I'm keeping track okay. for you. Um, But the other one is that uh, the one kid was named Rez. And then I, uh, I told Victoria, I was like, more like Riz, am I right? Because he's trying to Riz up Karma at the end. And it was uh, it's pretty. He's uh, actually not that cool. 
He's not that cool because as you learn, he's just a, as David Harbour from the uh, Gran Turismo trailer would say, he's a nerdy little scrawny gamer kid. There's no way you can throw him in a situation. Um, a situation. Not never situation. throw me. The situation. Maybe. Don't ever put me in a situation. IRL. Never throw me in a simulated game. Um, well, we're yeah, skipping I, over with the Arnold bit. We're skipping over, I think, probably the most iconic line in the movie, which is didn't even get her email address. Um, never even got her email address. I Demetra eats it. Her exit music is so cool. That little guitar riff. It's like so sad. Yeah, she. Do we know her from anything like that actress? No, um, she, she, she didn't no. go on to do anything. If you think about it, this movie's like a warning against e girls, <laughs> like simping for e girls. Well, yeah, second I, one was warning yeah. us about AI, third one is right. warning us about e girls. Yeah, listen, I uh, We're wait, she was in middle. this girl wasn't because of Win Dixie, yeah. All right, okay. so that well, another movie that we somehow have not covered. <laughs> That movie's also about e girls. I know. <laughs> I remember approximately two things about that movie. Uh, when Supermarkets and dogs. Jeff Daniels is the dad. Uh huh. And the second is just that remember. stupid scene where they're in the store, and then like the dog is like running in there, and then she's like she grabs it, and then the uh, the Win Dixie employee who cares for some reason is like, "What's that dog's name?" And then she like looks at the uh, the aisle and she's like, "Win Dixie." And that's all I remember. Just I like remember that. that. There's a convict who runs the a pet store that plays the guitar, and all the pets love it. And I... then the second he stops playing, they really pissed and start making noise. I remember there was like bottles hanging in a trees to mm-hmm. scare away like bad spirits. Yeah. We all re- we could like piece together this movie <laughs> based on <laughs> yep. sometimes the few things that we each remember. Yeah, I. God, just to like put that movie into perspective, I remember seeing it like with my uh, childhood like church, Ooh. like which because it is a very like religious movie from is what it? I from what I at least like very or maybe they're just stupid it and just they takes thought place it was in the South, yeah, which it's just, like, and, spiritual, yeah, it's it's a very spiritual movie. Um, As a spike in three D, I would genuinely I would say there is a lot of discussions about faith and uh, one's place in the universe and our own self-worth and how um uh you know the guy i think it's an allegory for god um he died for he's a false prophet he's like the antichrist well that's mm, he just wait till he gets resurrected okay um so i think uh no i i really uh, that scene with the uh, I never got her email address. Mm-hmm. We have talked about for the past two weeks, like Tumblrisms yeah. in these films. That is a screen cap a that was one. on Tumblr all the time. Uh, like mm-hmm. the the guy screenshot, like I'm the guy, and I never even got her email address. Yeah. Um, I feel like at the end, like all the like screen caps of like mom, dad, like I remember seeing that on Tumblr a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah bad boy, <laughs> yeah. Um. I like that um, when they got to Gary Giggles and this, he's at the Spy Awards, which is just like <laughs> in, I don't know, like a airplane parking lot. Like there's just like yeah. a chain link fence and they're in the middle of the day. And there's yeah. just a bunch of people like gathered around. <laughs> he just <laughs> leaves immediately. Yeah, he, um, 
I love how like every single person is like, I'll be there. And they're at like the most important thing of their life. Mm -hmm. Like, um, because it's heavily established in the second movie that that's what Gary wants is the uh yeah. to, to be like the most renowned spy or the yeah. like the G spy junior or whatever. Robert and keeps up with the canon, I'll give him that. He truly does. I mean, um in this one, uh I, I will say the one downside to this one as I established on the last episode, my favorite character in all these movies is the little bug guy. The little you don't bug You even know robot. his name, and that's bothered me Ralph. in both these episodes. His name is Ralph. I remember. And I had, I think, a version of him from, like, Burger King little or bug something. Guy. Yeah, we talked. Yeah. I loved yeah. him. Yeah, he was cool. Um, I don't remember the other fucker's name, though. The little dude. The spider monkey? Is that, does he have a name, though? I don't think so. He's just okay. a spider monkey. I like... When they start fighting, and then Ralph like grabs a pen. Me too. They, like, yeah, that's um. I could watch like a whole movie, like a little spinoff movie of that. Uh, we should make it. Okay. We should make it happen. Um, I love uh, Spider-Man Lotus. <laughs> Have you seen any clips from that? It is like not really. I'm not interested. I'm not interested either. But I I've seen like a few clips just like from Twitter, and it's like the funniest thing I I've ever seen. Will. Yeah. Uh, I've. Yeah, I I I wouldn't say it's like I don't know. I was trying to give you an out. No, I mean I like watching Fringe. It makes me feel better oh, okay. about myself. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like the whole like third act of this is just like, what did you do, Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid right, old man. What did you do? <laughs> I was not expecting one of them to go, you fucking idiots. That was funny. <laughs> um, and I think yeah. I call him Grandpa, like, on its own. It's so ridiculous. When he's, like, Do we know his like, actual name? I, I feel like he says it. It's like Ernesto or something. Oh. Isn't it? <laughs> well, because I, um, because uh, <laughs> the toy maker's name is apparently Valentine. Right, yes. Um, but... Yeah, I couldn't remember because when look, they because I have what, I have the page open. Hold on. When they okay. when they do the PowerPoint, it just says Grandpa and Toy Maker. Um, uh, Valentine. Oh, that's his is name. the Grandpa. Yeah. Oh, Valentine's the... Sylvester Ernesto. Stallone is Sebastian the Toy Maker. Right. <laughs> I I do love that it's implied that they were together in Vietnam and he went from. Uh, being in Vietnam and crushing his legs to becoming a toy maker. Like, that's, like, a very funny trajectory to me. Came home became a video game developer. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I want to see, like, a Steve Jobs-style drama, but about the toy maker and, like, him developing this oh, video game. Oh, yeah, about the making of this movie. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, like, Michael Stuhlbarg is, like, crunching him for deadlines about it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys imagine Michael Stuhlbarg in a Spy Kids movie? I'm having a hard okay. time imagining anything else at this point. <laughs> <laughs> really got my um, waste having Zachary Levi in a role when it could have gone to Michael Stuhlbarg. Oh God, I know it's, it's, like he it's should have been Doctor Strange. Sounds Zachary good Levi should have been Doctor Strange. No, no, Michael Stuhlbarg. Oh. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Well, he got to be Dr. Weston instead, which mm -hmm. I would say is the second Nick best thing. Nick West, yeah. <laughs> I, hate um, I, I hate that you know that, too. Um, he, I forgot how quick the like movie 
tries to wrap up. Although, like I said, if you are watching it in 3D, it feels like it's three hours long. It's, it's the third act. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Osment comes out mm-hmm. and she pulls the no one's ever really gone. Or what? what's the other stupid <laughs> thing Leia says in the ninth Shoot. one or something about family? No one's ever really gone. Dude. No, but there's another one because she says everyone's your family, Juni. And I'm like, okay, everyone is not your family. It's like actually just your family is your family. Um, is not your family. It's about the found family. Actually. Yeah, and then apparently the found family is. Uh, I, I I thought it was so funny when uh the what's it, the Dinkler uh comes the dinkster? in Dinkster uh no, the Dinkler the Dinkster the Dinkster uh, when he comes in and like what relationship do they have other than like him None. being the cold open of the second movie mm. like they have no actual relationship with wait the other. theme park guy yeah, yeah Bill Baxter yeah yeah yeah, yeah R.I.P. Uh, goat yeah. um but well. uh hey I love Twister so I am inclined but um that uh I, I thought that was so funny. Just like calling it everyone and everyone just being whoever was available. I don't Every know single person awesome. who has like ever it. been in the movies. I love that. I, I that's literally like Avengers Endgame like ripped yeah. that off. Yeah. They like wish. them coming through the portals. That's they did this in this movie yeah. literally like fifteen years before. I thought um it was a really funny like detail when uh, minion comes in and he puts like five glasses on all of his little faces. Um, and then they give Romero mm-hmm. the broken glasses. They're they're <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, I um that towards the end I found myself being that annoying guy who was like quoting it as it happened. Uh-huh. It's like right when he's like, "It's perfect." I I said that and like Victoria like rolled her eyes on me. I was like, I, like it's like just every line of the ending of this movie, and I can only assume I specifically know the ending better than the rest because i definitely like fast forward to it as a kid <laughs> like several times um, i mean the glasses quick is, is awesome like his, his I, pose and position like leaning forward like that is so cool for some reason when i was a kid i thought like the hardest thing in the third act was when antonio Banderas is like doing the like i don't even know what the fuck he's doing he's like doing he's surgery the third brain he's he's, he's doing, doing surgery he's doing surgery on a grape and he like fucking <laughs> smacks that shit he's like it is the most important day why does he do that why of does my he just leave he didn't have to fucking throw every single one over the table <laughs> i love i love when fucking uh cheech Marin is like they're my family too and then he like flies he's like which their uncle by like, the, no you're not then by the way he was a traitor in the last one yeah he's not yeah. even their uncle yeah and i that kind of pissed me off i was like dude fuck you man um, but then again, so is um, uh, fucking Mike Judge, uh, the Mister. Well, uh, and, like... and his other uncle Machete, who we didn't mention in the his qualifiers, you know, before Khan's physically disabled, it says he knows karate. <laughs> Does he know karate? Yeah, I mean, have I you ever that, seen that, the Machete? No, movies? but I, I that wouldn't strike me as what his pros would be. I believe that he knows everything. Sure. Yeah. I mean, as you said, he's an arms dealer. Like, I wouldn't make that karate yeah. his first skill. He's just, he's a man of many talents. Um, I i clapped mm-hmm. genuinely. Like, I was watching a Marvel movie at the end of this. Like, when Machete comes in and when Steve uh, Bu- Buscemi uh, uh-huh. comes in, uh, I, I i clapped at all those. Uh, sure. Uh, at all those intros. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I like when Antonio Banderas comes in and he's just like, 
taking the shot of him and like little corks and screws are falling out. Yeah, it, it's so ridiculous. They all show up and destroy like all the big steel monkeys, and then they're like, "There's one <laughs> left. Like we're never gonna be able to stop it." It's like, why not? <laughs> True. I like when the fucking uh stupid Sylvester Stallone one comes in, and it's just like a giant like. <laughs> It's basically an uh, Easter Island version of it. Yeah, it's it's like a robot that's just going, "How you doing?" Like, representing uh, me. I <laughs> I like when he's like stepping over like that like government building and he like holds on to it. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's like no oh, destruction good. happening. Like, there's nothing. Like, no collateral damage whatsoever. They just have like wide fucking streets, apparently. Yeah, in this, and nobody um, on them. I mean, they're all it, the whole movie is on a green screen. Like, they're not a second of issue yeah. outside except for the water park, I guess. Would you say this movie looks better or worse than Quantum Mania? Better. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, because I'll take shit uh, like this over the volume, and is that what it's called—the volume or the huh? the the void? Uh, LED screens. Yeah. Well, considering this movie probably had like a sixteenth of Ant Man's budget. Um Yeah, this was made for thirty eight million dollars. And it was made for like two hundred and thirty eight million dollars. And it's not even like accounting for like whatever Stallone's budget was or like he Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah, like when you factor in like all the actors that appeared and like I don't know, like probably like the three D conversion. I mean, I don't know what that would have been at the time, but like Probably relatively expensive. Yeah, so like, I mean, when you factor all that in, like, just the production is probably like, I'd say like 20 maybe, like, after all that is said and done. Um, when you do marketing, I mean, the real marketing is that you just like double the budget, so mm. the total budget was probably like around 75 million, um, yeah. 76. And the movie made almost 200 million, which yeah. is like not amazing, but it in the context I of I mean, what for it that is, budget, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 20 years ago, it's, it's more than that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, you know, this was before uh, 3D movies were, like, higher priced than 2D movies. So, like, it was just selling at, like, the regular ticket price. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, because I don't think they had, like, a precedent for what, um, you know, 3D would be. And also, uh, it's not like they were uh, giving out alternate options. Like, they didn't have 2D showtime. So, it's not like you could choose the cheaper option. You just saw it as it was. Um that was just the movie um so yeah I, I i was so relieved when they told us to take off our glasses for the final time um mm-hmm. my eyes were like hurting so bad at the end of this um i like that in the last night i slept pretty i i slept okay but like when i first got in bed and like got to my room i was just like I genuinely felt like strained. Like I felt like I your brain was did, overworked. I, I genuinely <laughs> felt like I did something I shouldn't have done. Like I, I felt like the kids from talk to me, like after they do the hand for the first time, I was like, I shouldn't shouldn't have done that. Um but <laughs> but it's um it's uh and I like I said, I'm still feeling it today. Like when I clocked in for work today and I opened uh, like Microsoft Teams for the first time, I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, I gotta. Yeah, I had to drive after watching this, and I was a little scared. <laughs> it's it it like it genuinely fucks you up a little bit. I um, like I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like next I next felt... week, I don't know what we're gonna do. Yeah, good luck. 
I felt similar to, I had an experience where um, it was, I think it was in Hollywood. Uh, I went to Universal and I went on the Transformers ride and you guys are familiar with the Transformers ride, I'm assuming, in Universal. So. Okay, so I was on the one in Hollywood and there was one dead pixel in the screen. Mm. And I literally thought, like, my eyes, like, I literally thought that I was losing my eyesight. My eyes, like, felt like they, like, twitched. And, like, because it was, like, moving so fast and it's at such a high frame rate. And there's one dead black pixel in the screen. Um, I felt messed up after that for some reason. And that's how I felt, like with these 3d glasses on and then like taking them off and seeing also i was trying to write notes while watching this that didn't work <laughs> okay so i would attribute that to why i also did not write notes because i just you can't yeah i tried um see. yeah there was a few points in, during the movie where i was trying to like check my phone or like reply to a text or something and i just like <laughs> couldn't do it like it, it was just um, um yeah it just just absolute pain but also like i said i would not worth it i i i would say worth it yeah like i and i cannot imagine watching this or next week's movie any other way um i'm glad that i did it i also bought shark boy and lava girls that is uh that that's sitting firmly uh in front of the blu-ray player so that that's so you're on not stick. doing the fourth one which i think i listened to the pretty much it commentary track for but did not mm-hmm. actually watch the movie uh <laughs> And you're not, the new one. I won't even acknowledge its existence. I saw one frame of the two of them, and I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um. Which it would be like one thing if he was like, you know, making it like another like kind of bizarro fantasy movie. But it just looks like generic Netflix. It looks like they're in a room fan. with yeah, like bad it, lighting. Yeah, like flat. it. Yeah, it'd be like it doesn't feel like a Spy Kids movie. Which I'm surprised um, it's, it's he directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like definitely like an offshoot, like using yeah. the Spy Kids name for yeah. yeah, I mean, in the same way that I'll never watch that, like uh, that uh, semi Shark Boy and Lava Girl sequel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't even know really if it is a sequel or not. The We Can Be Heroes. I think they just appear in it. Well, isn't like one of the main characters? I think it's their kid. Um, yeah, but or kids. Yeah. I don't plural. Like I don't. I don't know. I, ne- I never saw it. Um, and he asked Victoria because she has seen it for some reason, or not for. She's a mm-hmm. teacher, so she like watched it with her kids. And um, but I need to like ask her like what the fucking deal is with that movie. Like how many kids do they have canonically? <laughs> like what's like what's going on in Sharkboy and Lava Girl? Like, uh, just so I can give you World. the run the rundown mm-hmm. next week. Um, thanks. Yeah, anytime. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. It's this one. It's it. It's okay. It's not. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's very funny. I laughed a ton. Um, it's not. I wouldn't say intentionally funny, as we established, but I, you know, I laughed a lot, and that's that's worth something. Um, it takes big swings. I, I don't think you'll see a movie these days that'll have Sylvester Stallone. As a character named the Toy Maker, trapped in a video game, talking to three <laughs> alternate versions of himself. One is a hippie, one is a, like a nerd, and the other is like a member of the Gestapo, and they're all like arguing with each other. Like you're just not going to see that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I you can you can see that that's in Gran Turismo, um, but <laughs> I <laughs> um, 
My main no, takeaway no. from this, when they said, I don't forget who says it, but somebody says, don't fall in love with the game. I think it's probably after Dimitri dies. And it made me think of Fortnite. And I thought <laughs> Robert Rodriguez is actually probably the best person to make the Fortnite movie. I okay. would agree. But Especially it, like the like costumes and stuff. Absolutely. It's very, like, and he's clearly yeah, not busy. Nice. He's making Hypnotic and yeah. Spy Kids 5. So I think he can, he can do it. Yeah. But will the Fortnite movie ha- how many sex scenes will it have? I I think it demands at least one. I think you're underselling it a bit, okay. but I that's a that's a conversation for another time. Okay. We'll we'll have to see if my mom Patreon. wants to see it. Um I but anyways, <laughs> I <laughs> no, I would love for him to like make it like a movie again because i as far as i'm concerned alita battle angel is like his last like real movie um until Fortnite, that'll be his big comeback until i can't believe they haven't started development on that yet. and the fucking um teller sappy voice until the Fortnite movie until they build the Fortnite movie <laughs> i can't do his accent um what? from oppenheimer when he's like until they build a big bomb oh 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 <laughs> yeah um ends with a fucking uh, Ralph cracking the camera uh, and oh, yeah. smiling with that with his ugly ass eating grin. Yeah, and that's the last thing you see of the Cortez saga. Is <laughs> Ralph fucking breaking the camera. Aren't they in the fourth one? Aren't they in all the time in the world or whatever it's called? I um. They probably make like a brief appearance, if anything. I will, like. I think it was like last week or maybe the week we did the first movie. But I looked at the Fandango movie clips of that scene where they, I don't know how many scenes there are in the movie, but I saw like I guess their main cameo, uh-huh. um, in the movie, and it it's like it, it's awful. It is just like the it's, it, it's like it's the I mean because they're like you, they're both like in their twenties, and you can tell that they're just like being nice to be there uh-huh. and. It's just like sad, um, and they're like Catch lightning in a bottle like that. You shouldn't try to redo it. Yeah, Joel McHale. Yeah. Oh God, I forgot that was him. Um, <laughs> all I know about that movie is that like Ricky Gervais is like a robot dog in it. Oh yeah. And um, that's so 2011 coded. That's <laughs> 2011 coded. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, but it feels weird, kind of being at the end of the road here. Like we. I mean, it is very significant. I think um, we, I don't want to take that away from it. It means a lot. Um, a lot of people have really fond memories of the whole series, but especially this one. I'd say this is the most iconic of the three, and I definitely understand why. Yeah, it's very memeable. Uh, I would say there's not a. I can honestly say there's you not. You would a say frame. this is. You would what? say this is the most iconic of the three. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying it's the best. I, I'm not even thinking, measure, but I, I'm not saying it's deserving yeah. of it. But it it's like I mean, having been on the internet in terms of images of I mean like it's my Zoom background right now. I feel like the picture of Carmen reaching out of the screen and then the picture of Sylvester Stallone like pointing. Yeah. I think those becoming memes were definitely like iconic. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's up for debate. But like, I I think the I think the second one, "What if God stays?" Yeah. Whatever. I think that's that makes the second one more iconic. I mean, I don't disagree that it's like a way better movie and like deserves it more. But I just in my experience, oh, not in terms of quality. I just yeah. think that line like yeah, I mean, any other yeah. somebody ring the dinkster, yeah. the falling asleep in the food, the transmooker, all the animals. 
the skeletons that they fight. I love the skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned mm-hmm. that. That was that was important. Yeah, the fighting I, the sand. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. Ralph. It's, um, Ralph. Um, God. Yeah, I mean, we've been falling for thirty minutes. Which was it? Ragnarok that stole that. Yeah. So, are you accusing Ragnarok of stealing a lot from? Yeah, the I guess so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that, that's Marvel has a really lot makes it seem to like, answer for. I, yeah, I've been following thirty minutes and the Coliseum thing. Both of those are straight from Spy Kids. Hmm. hmm. I think and with the, the uh, Avengers, the Avengers uh, portals, right? Of course. What happens at the end They're of taking a notes? Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot to answer for. Literally. <laughs> crazy that like robert rodriguez has not i don't know i feel like he would have done thor ragnarok if he only let him pop off with boba fett he <laughs> he really um i will say he directed the best episode of it which is uh not saying a lot but the fact that you remember th- there were different episodes of that <laughs> hardly i watched i watched boba fett uh with my headphones on with the new uh sex in the city playing on my laptop in front of me. <laughs> That's how Robert Rodriguez intended you to watch it. Um I sure yeah. two episodes of The Mandalorian in there for some reason. I've um, heard. Pisses me off. They were so I, I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, um sorry. Murphy, are you excited for Ahsoka? I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna hate watch it. Wait, I thought you were done with Star Wars. I am, but I'm going to hate watch it. I saw some teaser and I was like, this looks... Why are there so many people with lightsabers in the forest? Who are these people? I gotta know. <laughs> As someone <laughs> that has seen... You. I yeah. gotta know. <laughs> you know what? As someone that watched all of the Clone Wars and all of Rebels for some reason... Um, You're hyped. I'm not. I uh, I And the fact that I'm not hyped is the issue. Don't that act is... like you don't worship at the altar of Dave Filoni. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Um, maybe briefly in like 2016, and then I, then he made live action, and I very quickly realized where my priorities were. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a conversation for another time. Uh, how would you guys rank these movies? I I mean, I think there's a definitive ranking. I think we can maybe all agree on. Two, one, three. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say <laughs> maybe on a nice day, I would say that I have more fun with this one than the first movie. Uh-huh. Uh, the first I... one's easily a better movie. That's yeah. no, that's not even up for debate. But this one, I will always enjoy to some extent because it's just so fucking stupid. And you, there's just so many things that you just like, you can't put it in front of me and have me not like laugh like an idiot um at like several points it it's just like i'd watch it again right now i <laughs> i probably would honestly it's it's like um, i would watch it in 2d yeah again. yeah I would no, never watch it in 3d again. oh yeah I, i'm i that's enough for me I mean, yeah like I, minutes, you know? I was yeah. i i was compelled to do the, the 3d experiment i've always wondered how it held up in the year 2023 um in 3D, and now that I've scratched that itch, I'm happy to say I'll be never doing it again. Go until... back through the 2D version just for the Glenn Powell cameo. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. look up that later. Um. Uh. 
yeah i mean any final thoughts anything uh on the notes that you guys didn't get to read off or do we cover it all uh i like when the uh developers uh, is that what they're called the, the is that they're like the guys in trench coats Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. when they just randomly like slide in behind them. And they're like game sheets. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I am always, uh, I am always laughing when, excuse me, when Gertie uses her hair as propellers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That always yeah. gets me good. So cool. Yeah. That's another like yeah. Tumblr gif that I saw a lot. I don't even know if it was from yeah. this movie or the second movie, but just like the gif of her like doing that um i like that it's trying to tell yeah. me that sama hayek is emily osmond's mom uh, that's funny um yeah i guess so <laughs> i just i think that's very funny <laughs> which like i do find it funny that like they're not even like trying to make it no, even remotely he had to hire one of his friends yeah yeah um no i i love that um yeah no no notes really it's 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 no like notes. completely stupid it's like the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen and i love it um <laughs> I, I do wish this had been a, a side quest and they had made a proper finale but i'll i'll take it it does kind of feel like it could have been like um to what okay so i know you guys remember this but uh when shrek 2 was on dvd and it came with the shrek 4d extra like bonus mm-hmm. dvd I didn't uh um but you could also of course write it at universal studios but um the and then it was later labeled as the uh ghost of lord far far farquad um mm-hmm. but so i could Netflix, so yeah um but yeah so like i it could have easily been something like that where it could have been like a 30 to 45 minute thing and then they made up spy kids 3 proper um, but I think a lot of it also had to do with the fact that the kids were getting older and he was trying to like yeah. kind of yeah, just the fact have that these them. came out three years in a row is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I touched on that last week and I, I'm I still kind of amazed by it um here. It, Again, it, like, it would never happen. Yeah, no, it, it's something yeah. it's an attention to detail, like it's a commitment to you know, an actual vision for uh yeah, I would rather get it. It, it, once a year and have the visuals look how they do then have it three years later have thousands of people work too hard to make it look quote better you know like, it's not it's not worth it yeah they do now yeah i mean i think yeah as, as far as this goes like it, it it really is part of the charm like i think um very weird comparison but hear me out like um the saw franchise is a funny franchise where i neither of you guys have seen the sequels or i don't even think you've seen the original murphy i've seen saw and saw two and half of saw three i turned it off okay yeah and i don't blame you but the thing about the saw franchise is that it uh it's very questionable if it's even if how long it's been good if it's where it stopped being good but the thing is those movies are so unlike anything else being made and they're so distinct and they're so like like the the hyper edits and like the uh the, the weird interconnective lore and like characters and all that shit it's like when they tried to like reboot it the last two or three times and brought in like a new director and they tried to like take out the like weird campy style and they tried to like modernize it it just like sucked because when you take out the distinct vision of a filmmaker 
it just becomes like way less than like whatever it started as. And that's why people love it. And that's what I can, um, how I feel about these is, and I maybe, I hope maybe the only person that's ever compared Saw to Spy Kids, but I, I think that's the case where like, I don't want it to look better. I don't want it to be any less silly than it is. I want it to be exactly as it is. I, yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And yeah. I, and I will say like, on Netflix. and I will say watching all three of them back to back, um for the past weeks um it was a totally fun experience i had a great time watching all three of these movies back to back i was surprised at how well they flowed into each other um i loved the i don't know the lore the world building i had a great time um i kind of want to watch like a i, I want to watch like some video essay about the fourth movie i don't want to watch the fourth movie but i would love for like someone to just do like a 20 minute breakdown of like the plot points for me just so i, I can you know are you familiar with drew gooden yes i, I love drew gooden. he has a mm-hmm. video about the short point lava girl sequel so i think you can watch that Ooh. Instead, right? i have to do that maybe after i watch it yeah i'll watch it local uh long time ago fellow florida native yeah haven't you run into him not to name yeah. drop yeah, can't. Yeah, I don't want to dox him, but yeah. Sorry, no um, but I. <laughs> you ran into him at a at a third place. I ran into him in the same way that I'm sure thousands of people do every year right. as a fan. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, in a public setting. Yeah. But uh. He. Uh. But but no, I'll look into that because I do in the same way that I want to read about the Spy Kids four. I uh. I, I do want to look into the Shark Boy and Lava Girl sequel. <laughs> Uh, I want to be caught up. I want to be educated for sure. next week's big episode. Um, do you guys think there's any like academic papers on Spy Kids? Like, 100%. do you think anyone has like written like a thesis on these? Maybe not directly, but it, I'm sure it's been mentioned. I episode. don't know if there's been a thesis, but there's definitely been like some middle school reports <laughs> about it. Like, I think. There have been like PowerPoint slides about by it. By you. <laughs> by me. <laughs> Literally by you. Yeah. Yeah. I um I'm pretty sure for like show and tell or whatever. Like I definitely like brought in like the 3D glasses for this movie. When I was a when I was a kid, I uh I, I think or even maybe it was for Strike Point Lava Girl, I can't remember. But I do remember like bringing it in because like they would be like, So what did you do this weekend? And I brought in the 3D glasses. I'm like, honey, I went to the game. <laughs> or, I, I don't know. Big game. I, I stood in line with my piggy bank for the game and almost gave it to charity. <laughs> okay, that shit is. I forgot about that. That shit is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's like, hey, ba- like the, the four seconds he's walked away, like a line four times the size has grown. And the kid's like, yeah. hey, fuck off, get to the back of the line. And he trips. <laughs> I, um, I was kind of confused in the moment for what Junie's going for because he hears the toy makers say, which by the way, Stallone in like the fucking stupid ass mustache. <laughs> mustache sliding off his face. Um, it's genuinely very funny. But when he's like, he's like, if you win, like you'll have riches beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah, he's it's like, and Ju- like he knows that he's walking away. And Ju- yeah, it's really funny. But is Junie going back because he intends on donating even more if he wins, or is he just like uh, even no, like super selfish? Him. Yeah, um, I I love the like is it like the old guy like putting up the poster? Mm-hmm. He's like sadly looks at Junie like no one donates anymore. Sure. Yeah, it, God, the I see the vision. I mm-hmm. I love it so much. It's half-assed, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty epic. 
Um, Epic Games. Murphy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for coming on. I, uh, uh, I, I'm powering down, but I before we completely uh, say game over, I have to ask you what can we, uh, what can we have you plug this fine evening? Oh well, I'm on Twitter. My name is Murphy Kenefit, K E N E F as in Floop, Floops, Yep. Googlies. Yep. I C K. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Letterboxd, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Uh, be real. I'm on Fortnite. Come play Fortnite with Adam and I. We we get down. All right. We we do. Uh, I have another podcast called Objection Argumentative. It's over, but you can still listen to it. Um and a lot of fun episodes. Catch me on this podcast again next time. Uh whenever you guys end up talking about clock stoppers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I uh I do want to do that. It's it is on the list. I can confirm that there is okay. a list and it is on that okay. list. Uh now it's that a very long list. Great. You know what's so crazy? Four years into the pod, I just looked at the poll list again. Like, still three hundred and fifty movies deep of like still movies to pull from. Wow. Yeah. 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 And if you looked at the uh-huh. list, you'd, I think you'd... we're about like we're like a quarter of the way through the list. I think I'll, I'll make Maybe it public. Little... It's a private letterbox yeah, list, it. but I'll make it public for like five minutes so you can scroll through it and you'll okay. be like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. But you'll be surprised at like how many movies there actually are that like fit the criteria. And you've done so many. Yeah, we're, we're what are we at? Like 150 or something? Something like that. We're at like 155, I think. It's insane. Like it yeah, it's, it's and we have only covered like one Pixar movie, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. Which is cars. Yeah. Um <laughs> like cars. three three decoms. <laughs> like, That's uh, not enough. Four decoms. Yeah, I know. Like it it's crazy how much we've covered. We did um uh, we uh, what well, we did all the high school musicals. Right. We did yeah, the yeah. Cheetah Girls, one and Cheetah two. Girls in one episode. Um, we did a million dollar cook off. Yes, um, great one. That was a great episode. Um, we did Decomber. Okay, so I, we did I, like I three that. weeks of Di- yeah. We did like three weeks of Disney Channel and then like one Christmas. Well, so, if I were to come on yeah. for a decom, it would be for Pixel Perfect. <laughs> Which is, is not that, dissimilar from Spike's 3D Game Over. Is that with uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil from the future? Yes. That okay. movie is crazy. I don't remember it that well. It is crazy. I mean, I remember the like general like concept, but I I don't remember. Um, one that I always want to pitch like around Halloween is uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. I've never That's always seen that. it's mm. fun. Another good one that they and when I say good, I mean like genuinely good and to the point where Disney tried to ban it from the airwaves. Uh, but don't look under the bed. Genuinely creepy movie. Okay. I have no clue how they made that movie and how it was like allowed, but it's good. Huh. Uh it okay. the, there's like a like a the like horror, like I don't know, like subculture on like Twitter and everything. Like it's very like highly regarded as like a how did this get made kind Have of movie. John Carpenter ghost directed. Kind of, actually. It's very scared to shout at me. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll cover that one okay. day. Gotta come back for another decomper. Yeah. Um, you pixel perfect. Hit my line. Or clock or cock stoppers. Um, yeah. Cock stoppers <laughs> is for Nickelodeon November. <laughs> okay, but when we do Rugrats Go Wild, we'll have to get the fucking smell o vision that you can only Oof. acquire Burger King. I, oh, I for those. <laughs> It was just all bad smells. Yeah. It, was, it was like wet dog, uh, 
fucking like elephant poop and like salmon and yeah um all right i you was guys... trying to remember what movie had smell vision thank you for i think there's a few i think but that's the one that, that i had is the one yeah. I thought it was I thought it was this movie for the longest time. No, it's um like the little like card. Actually, if I'm not yellow. mistaken, I think the fourth one maybe had it. I, I didn't ever did too. I think there's some like maybe that's what I was thinking in there of. too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it obviously, so I can't confirm that, but maybe a... maybe we should. Maybe we should maybe... just watch it. <laughs> uh maybe Where one would day. we get that? Where would we get the sounds though? Like, where can you get the Hold on, can I, can I confirm that? Spike oh It's 40s, smell <laughs> of vision. Jessica Alba plays Marissa Wilson. Yep, it did. It did. Uh, there was a scratch stuff card for this movie. Or for Spike oh It's God. 40. And there were like little... Um, okay, because I do remember this for Regrets Go Wild. Um, there were like little like uh like number one, number two, number three, number four, yeah. like popping up on screen, mm-hmm. so you know what to like scratch and sniff. Um, Jeremy Piven plays Danger Damo, aka TikTok, aka the Timekeeper. Who does Jeremy Piven? Oh God! Wow. Um, wow. on that note, um, speaking of Timekeeper, <laughs> I'm gonna keep this under two hours, no. and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. Um, I guess Letterbox, uh, Adam not Sandler, and my other podcast, Wesley OK, which is with Joey and OK in the Multiverse. Uh, if you want to, if you're catching up on Secret Invasion and you want to hear yeah. me and Murphy at the end of our ropes uh, with uh, the <laughs> latest content, I'm struggling. I'm I'm. I'm really not having a great time with Marvel here hey, lately. Loki's only 53 days away. I'm going to be 26. I'm already there, buddy. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, that's where you guys can find me. Uh, and if I'm in the game, don't don't disturb me. Let me, let me play the game. You can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at Zillennial Canon, on Instagram at the Zillennial Canon. Give us some ratings, some reviews, and uh, uh, tune, tune into the game. I don't know. Tune into next week, which is it's going to be monumental. I'm, I'm so fucking excited for next week. I don't think I can even explain, except for the fact that I have to watch something in 3D again. But yeah, I, I'm very excited. I can't wait. All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.